Almost Famous with John Shea. Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England. On 95.9 WATD. Welcome to the Tiny Stage Hour of Almost Famous, 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent band musicians from across New England. Brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. My name is John Shea. First things first, if you're a local musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, reach out, find all the contact information on the Almost Famous page at 959WATD.com. While you're at it, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio and subscribe to our podcast, which you can find by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app or at almostfamousradio.com. Tonight we're being joined on the tiny stage by singer-songwriter Morgan Johnston. How you doing tonight? I'm doing great, thank you. Introduce yourself for those who might not be familiar with you already. Sure. So I'd say I'm a folk indie singer-songwriter out of Rhode Island. Very cool. <laughs> I didn't realize this until I started talking with you that there are two Morgan Johnston yeah. songwriters in New England. <laughs> that must be very confusing. It is. It is. Luckily, she seems pretty cool, so I'll I'll take it. But yeah. <laughs> so, how long has music been a part of your life? Oh my goodness, I'd say it kind of started with listening to music and then singing in like singing groups, like choruses and acapella groups, and then songwriting much later. So, I'd say started with age six though, playing piano. Very and cool. Songwriting was only in high school. So with. A lot of people, COVID kind of shut down the music industry. Mm. Not a lot happened. You are a different story. You released yeah. a bunch of COVID projects. Talk about what happened over the last year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I am really passionate about music being used as therapy. So it was a great opportunity for me to do that, like apply it to myself, basically. So I did, I basically just wrote as quarantine happened as a way of processing what was happening. And it ended up being these kind of albums. And I thought, well, if I'm ever going to release these songs, now would probably be the best time because maybe people will relate to it. Maybe it'll help someone. So I did a couple of songs from quarantine albums. Cool. We'll talk about those albums and where they're available. Yes. So they're both on Bandcamp under Morgan Johnston. And there's songs from quarantine and then songs still from quarantine. And then uh, potentially soon there'll be songs from after quarantine. Um, there are a couple new songs coming for that. Fantastic. Can't wait. <laughs> so usually when I'm booking this show, I have to make sure that an artist is established with the almost famous audience before I welcome them for an in-studio performance. However, if several people recommend an artist all at once, I'll bump them up the list. And that's what happened with you. I had two good friends both recommend you within the same week. So I figured... Let's get her in studio and see what happens. Thanks, Shout guys. out to uh, Lainey Dione and Tammy LaForest, both uh, big fans of yours. <laughs> Too cool. They're awesome musicians. What are we starting the night off with? Oh, I thought we would start with a song that's basically my new like life lesson thing. Um, it's called Live Simply. And it's been a little bit of what came out of quarantine and just returning to the music and it's just about songs, basically. Sounds amazing. Morgan Johnston <laughs> on the tiny stage. It's all yours. 95.9 WATD.
wanna build a house on a hill made of timber and bricks that sits next to the woods. That's alright. I can tend to the garden out back and pick the fruits and vegetables to cook inside. That's alright. It sure be nice to have it all. Mostly, I just want to live simply I just want to meet a man with long hair And a sense of humor who's kind to everyone That's alright We can leave each other notes when we're sad And start and end the day with saying I love you That's alright It sure be nice to have it all Mostly I just wanna live simply I just wanna write songs all day With instruments and words that I have yet to learn That's alright I can play the songs in my garden with my man playing bass and maybe someday help someone. Is that alright? Oh, cause it sure be nice to have all of this. Mostly, I just want to live simply. Yeah, mostly, I just want to live simply. I just want to live simply. Morgan Johnston on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. Walk us through how that one was written. Oh, that song was the best to write because it was really quick. It was probably like one of those 15-minute songs where it's just been, the thoughts have been in your head for a couple months, and you're like, man, I should probably write a song about that. So I sat down and it kind of just came about in like a 15-minute voice memo, which is cool because I can listen back to the whole songwriting process, which is pretty fun. We talked earlier about how long music has been a part of your life. What is your very first musical memory? Oh, oh man. I think one of my first musical memories as like a musician, that's kind of the one that first comes to mind is doing a solo in an acapella group in freshman year of high school. I think that was one of the first times where I felt like a musician, and it was to I Want It That Way from the Backstreet Boys. Um, That's so cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> so walk us through your history in, in the Providence scene. How, how did we get to where you are today? Oh, man. Providence is the best. So I graduated from Wheaton College, and I was like, where are my people? Where's the community? And so I was moving back home and I just started going to open mics and it built up very slowly. And in that way, it was so cool to make connections with people one by one and then realize in making those personal connections with people through music, it was really like finding a community there. So talk about those open mic days. What were those like yeah. for you? <laughs> oh man, they're scary, but they're so rewarding. It was so great to challenge myself to be like, hey, you know no one here, 
but you have these songs and like songs are the best icebreakers of all. Like what a great way to get to know each other so intimately right away by like, here's your soul in a song. And then they share their soul in a song and you're like, hey, I think this could be really cool to be friends. <laughs> so after those open mic days, mm-hmm. when did you realize that you could do music professionally? Oh, yeah. I think I'm still realizing that in an interesting way as you as you just asked that. Yeah. I think it was the more shows I played, the more confident I got and the more it felt like I was not only doing it for myself, but I could also connect with other people and listeners. I think there was a big shift in that way where it was like, this can be a process like alone in my bedroom to write a song, but the performing part is also a big part of what became my identity too. That was like, I think of performing now as part of the songwriting process. You also mentioned music as therapy. Elaborate more on that. Yeah, it's cool. My like, the other half of my identity is as a music therapist. So I get to, in writing songs, I get to kind of prove to myself again and again how music is therapeutic. And then in my music therapy life, I get to work with other folks, regardless of any musical experience, to help them express themselves or learn about themselves or cope with emotions. Um, It's pretty cool. That sounds amazing. I want to yeah. talk more about that later on. <laughs> totally. Let's do another song. What are we listening to next? Cool. So this one, so speaking of how music therapy can help people that aren't necessarily musicians, I do not consider myself a dancer, but I write songs about dancing a lot. And this is one of those songs. It's called Own the Beat. Let's hear it. We have Morgan Johnston on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Have you ever heard of a beat so miraculous? You can feel it in your feet, feel it in your toes, and your toes are the curls, like the curls in your hair. Just don't care. I know that you heard, I know you heard of a beat so miraculous. You can feel it in your feet, feel it in your toes, and your toes are the curls, like the curls in your hair. Just don't care. Cause I'm dancing to my own beat. I know where, where I should be. Hold up the beat button. We're cutting loose. Do we dancing to our own beat? I know where, where I should be. Hold up the beat button. What is like? Have you ever bust? Have you ever bust out a move so ridiculous? You can feel it in their eyes, see it in the stairs, but the taps and the twists from your hair, but your hips just don't care. I know that you bust, I know you bust out a move so ridiculous. You can feel it in your eyes, feel it on the stairs, but the taps and the twists from your hair, but your hips just don't care. Cause you're dancing to your own beat Unaware of where you should be Hold up the beat by You cut it loose Till they're dancing to your own beat Unaware of where you should be Hold up the beat by You cut it loose like da 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 Yeah Oh da 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 just like this. Morgan Johnston, 95.9 WATD. That was awesome. I love that song. <laughs> Thanks. How many of the songs that we're hearing tonight are available for download? Ooh, great question. So I have my first album, Wildflower, and that last song, Own the Beat, is on that album. And then, yeah, so a couple of them will be from the Wildflower album. And then... Potentially, there's a new album, Sneak Peek, coming. It's called Loud. 
um, to some of the other songs tonight, including the title track, Loud, I'll be playing. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about the song we just heard, On the Beat. How yes. did you write that one? That was really fun to write because I started singing faster. And there's always like a second a part in the second verse, like halfway through where I run out of breath. And I'm always like, man, who wrote this song? Like, whose decision was this to write? It's so hard to sing. So I was just kind of in the zone of, like, I listen to a lot of pop music as well as folk music. And I love the energy of something moving in a direction that feels like it's going somewhere. So this was kind of a song that was challenging me to be like, hey, let's try something in a little bit of a different style and just kind of try it in your bedroom. And then if you want to play it for someone else later, you can. And it ended up being a really fun song to write and play. Take us through your writing process. Do you just get the idea for a song and it happens, or do you have to get into the zone of creativity? Oh, I love that question. I think about this all the time. I think sometimes I try to save up the inspiration, which is kind of the opposite of like having a solid songwriting routine, kind of like what you're supposed to do, where like you do a little bit of writing each day and work on your technique. But sometimes I really just want to save up the inspiration until it's like I just can't hold it in anymore. And then it just comes out as a song really quickly. So sometimes it's like that process. And other times it's like starting with the chords or it will be like I my primary thing growing up was being a singer. So oftentimes it comes in the form of a melody with lyrics with it that will end up being either like the chorus. So oftentimes driving that will happen. It'll be like some little melody in there and then that branches out into a whole song later. How do you know when a song is ready to be played live? Ooh. Oh, there's just a feeling with it. It's like a settled feeling and like you can't wait to do it. Like you just can't wait to do it. And I try not to overthink it too. Like I tend to trust my instinct a lot with songwriting. Like I just try to finish the song and then I'm like, afterwards you can decide if you want to play this for people. But I kind of want to give each song the respect it deserves of I'm going to trust this song to be what it is. And then later on, I can be like, this is the song I want to perform. <laughs> the music that you have recorded that's mm-hmm. available up on Bandcamp, a lot of it is just you and a guitar. Do you have any aspirations to go into the studio and remix some of these with a full band? Yeah, it'd be super fun. Yeah, I think what's so exciting about music is that you can do so many different things with it at different times. And I, I'm starting to embrace the idea more of songs can exist in different states. Like, I think I used to feel really, to your question about when a song is performance ready, I think I used to feel a lot of pressure to be like, is this song perfect? It has to be perfect before it can be performed or recorded. But now I'm kind of like, songs can exist in different forms. There can be like that acoustic demo version, and then maybe later on you play it with a band and you have a live recording, or you do like more of an electronic one. So I think that's what's really fun is there's so many options out there. We're listening to you play guitar tonight. You've brought mm. two of them, yeah. <laughs> uh, one of them in standard tuning, one of them in, uh, in a uh, unique tuning. Talk about your instrumentation. Do you play multiple instruments? Oh, yeah. I love stringed instruments because they feel very earthy and grounding to me. I started out on piano, though, but I don't write as much on piano. Recently, I've been playing guitar in standard and then alternate tunings and dulcimer, banjo. I found an auto harp recently. I found a classical guitar in the attic, and that's been coming out with some cool stuff. And then doing acapella or like acapella on a loop pedal with various vocal layers has been super, super fun. That's cool. Yeah. (laughs) So would you say you're melody-based or lyric-based? Oh, I don't know. 
I love melodies, and I've thought about this a lot because when I listen to a song, I've been thinking about my process of writing songs, but also my process of how I listen to a song because I've noticed some people listen to the lyrics first in a song and some people listen to the music first in a song. And I think as a singer, it's hard to separate those two because I'm not necessarily listening to the chords or the lyrics, but kind of the melody. And then if the words are so prominent in the melody, like they fit so well together, then I think I'm listening to both at the same time. So I've definitely taken a lot of like poetry workshops and I love writing. So I don't know a good answer to that question. (laughs) (laughs) We'll leave it a mystery. Okay, I think I I answered both. (laughs) Before we go into our first break, share with us your website and any social media pages you have out there. Sure. So my website is www.morganjohnstonmusic.com. And similarly, it's that same name on Facebook. And on uh, Instagram, it's Morgan underscore Johnston underscore music. Excellent. We are up against our first break of this hour. We have a lot more to chat about and more songs to share with Morgan Johnston on the tiny stage. 95.9 WATD. Stick around. And now back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage Hour, 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. My name is John Shade. Tonight, we're being joined on the Tiny Stage by Morgan Johnston. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. Thank you for making this work. Of course. I'm so excited. <laughs> so, for those who missed the first part of the night, give another introduction. Sure. I am still Morgan Johnston, and I am an indie folk singer-songwriter out of uh, Rhode Island. Cool. Not to be confused with the Massachusetts Morgan Johnston. (laughs) (laughs) Just roadie. (laughs) Share with us your website, social media, anything like that. Sure. So my website is www.morganjohnstonmusic.com. And Facebook is the same. And then Instagram is Morgan underscore Johnston underscore music. And I should say my band camp is also morganjohnstonmusic.bandcamp.com. And what is available on the Bandcamp page? Everything. That one has the songs from quarantine, songs still from quarantine, and the album Wildflower. Excellent. And any new projects will also appear on there, I'm assuming. Anytime. (laughs) Are you on TikTok yet? No, I should be. (laughs) Maybe that'll get the dancing in. (laughs) Absolutely. Let's continue on with the music. What are we going to listen to next? Yes. This is a character song. It's called Lady Luck and Misfortune. And I wrote it a while back, and it seems to be having a second life right now, which is really fun about music. So Let's hear it. Morgan Johnston, 95.9 WATD. Let's hear the song, and then we'll talk about it. Great. Fortune 
saw her shaking hands Are you afraid of who you are? Lady Luck and misfortune went down every aisle Not so much walking but dancing all the while Lady Luck stalled when she thought of her kids Till misfortune placed a daisy in her hand Are you afraid of who you are? Lady Luck and misfortune themselves at dawn Not within the town but laid out on the lawn Lady Luck stole when she thought of her man Till misfortune offered to hold her hand She said Are you afraid of who you are? This is too real for a sign This was too important for the right time This was too sincere for them to be blind stars and upon sharing their scars Lady Luck could ignore the question no longer Misfortune unable to look her in the eyes merely peered at her brows as she asked Are you afraid of who you are? And you know what Lady Luck said, don't you? I am I am to the door Already back with her kids her man and her chores Lady Luck stopped letting go of her hand But Lady Luck had the misfortune of belonging to a Morgan Johnston on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Great job on that. Thank you. Talk about how you wrote that one. That one was, oh, the character songs take a lot longer for me to write, I'd say. I had the characters of Lady Luck and Misfortune, and I thought, wow, it'd be really cool how Miss could be, like, Misfortune or, like, someone named Miss Fortune. And I think it just came out of the name, and I was thinking about 
people in my life and having empathy for people and just everyone's different stories. And it was such a great way of getting to write. Yeah, just get into someone's story other than my own and how it's still tapped into different themes for me, like being who you are and and singing in the way that you want to. That is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> when you're writing not a character song, do mm-hmm. you tend to write from personal experience? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think inevitably, but maybe that's just part of me thinking that humans are more similar than they are different, that we all have so much in common. So I think whatever I write about ends up having to do with myself in some way. Um, but I did originally do a really interesting thing of like writing in second person a lot because then it'd be like, well, it's not about me. It's about this other person. It'd be like, you feel this way and you think this. And then afterwards I'd be like, oh, no, that's definitely me who's thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Uh, so when you write a song about somebody do you ever tell them it's about them <laughs> not really i think i've definitely had that problem with i've talked i've talked to other songwriters about this of like what do you do when you have a song about someone like because the personal details are what make for really good songwriting like they're really specifics but then if it's about a specific person that can be really awkward so like if it's inspired by someone and it's someone i admire and it's something which is more often the case where the song is kind of like paying tribute to the how cool they are. I'll like tell them or dedicate the song to them. Um, but then also let myself take creative license because rarely does it end up being exactly that person in a song. <laughs> That's probably a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> when you're writing a character song, how do you put yourself into that mindset to write from somebody else's perspective? Yeah, I think it's just tapping into the emotional piece of it for me. So like in writing Lady Luck and Misfortune, I tapped into like, childhood Morgan of feeling like you're not being heard or even just being a woman and feeling like people aren't listening to you and that frustration and but also that desire to do what other people want from you so I think it's tapping into the pure emotion of it that comes out in the music and then from that then the story can come so probably music based we talked earlier about how do you know when a song is ready (laughs) How does that apply to character-driven songs? Are they easier to tell when they're ready than a song that is just about your life in particular? I'd say so, because it's it's like getting all those details down that it's like, this is a coherent story. <laughs> so sometimes it's easier to tell with those ones. And like I have a song called The Waltz, and it took so long to write because I there's such a finite amount of words in a song, and I wanted to make sure all the details were there that it had a coherent narrative. So that was like a months-long song of returning to each word. <laughs> On average, how long does it take for you to write a song from beginning to end? Ooh, it would range from between 15 minutes and maybe a couple months. But at the couple months one, sometimes it's like a song from the past will come up two years later and take on a different form. So, so I was just going to yeah. ask, like, I've had people, <laughs> you know, on this show who will say that they've written a song in... 10 minutes and it's the best song they've ever yeah. written. Other people say it takes them some one person it took them 5 years yeah. to write a song before they thought it was ready to be played live. How would you compare the songs mm. that take the least amount of time compared to the ones that take the most amount of time in your catalog? Yeah. I think my personal preference is to not take too long to write a song because then I think my mind gets in the way of like my heart writing the song in that way. So I'd say character songs definitely take the longest. And then 
the songs that have simpler lyrics or just have a very clear message and have more relatable kind of lyrics, those ones, I think, take less time for me. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Morgan Johnston is our guest tonight on the Tiny Stage. I understand we're switching guitars. What yeah. are we listening to next? <laughs> next up, we have a song on uh, my dad, dad guitar, which my dad appreciates when I call it that. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> so, for those listening who don't speak guitar, what is dad, dad? <laughs> it's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's um, each string instead of being tuned from the top down as Ernie ate dynamite goodbye Ernie as the string names <laughs> <laughs> this one is tuned but each string it goes by D-A-D and then D-A-D and I just like it because you can take the same chord shapes that you would on a standard tuning guitar and play them on an alternate tuning guitar and it comes out with totally different sounds and you just surprise yourself and it's so super fun nice <laughs> actually give us an example before we hear the song Sure. An example of the guitar. Yeah, or, or, like, or like the chord shapes. Sure. So I like taking the D chord. That's kind of where my hand goes automatically. So like, this is what like a D chord would sound like. And then you can also like move it up the neck. And like, you never know what's going to happen. Like, like that could happen. <laughs> but that could happen. That's cool. Yeah. And it sounds totally different from a D chord. I feel like a D major chord <laughs> very cool what's our next song gonna be Ooh, our next song is going to be being with and yeah i think this is one of those simpler songs so i feel like i'll give less of an introduction for it i like it morgan johnston <laughs> on the tiny stage it's all yours 95.9 w-a-t-d <laughs>
Morgan Johnston on the tiny stage, W-A-T-D. Talk about how you wrote that. That one is inspired off of a phrase. So this is a song that started in a totally different process than one I've described so far, which I guess shows how every song is so different. That So in the program that I did for music therapy, a lot of the professors would say this line of, I see you, I hear you, and I'm with you, um, as a kind of thing you can say to clients or groups of clients, um, and kind of the essence of what music is, like in the same way that I would listen to a song on the radio and feel so validated that there's someone who's being honest about having a similar experience to what I've had, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm not alone, and maybe if they got through it, I can too. I think that's where that phrase came from in my interpretation, and it just came out of that and became the chorus of the song, and then I built the rest around that of how I would want someone to feel and also how I'd want myself to feel. Speaking of which, you turn on the radio and you hear one of those songs. What song is it? Uh, growing up, it would have been Love Song by Sarah Bareilles. That would have been the song. Um, even that line of head underwater, they tell you to breathe easy for a while. But breathing gets harder, even I know that, which is so funny. I know that exactly right now. <laughs> but like that song, yeah, I think that would be one of the ones. Similar question, and it could be the same answer, is what's a song you wish you had written? Oh. Oh, Landslide. Well, okay. (laughs) Landslide. I have like three songs that just came to mind. Landslide or Fast Car by Tracy Chapman or and or Gravity by Sarah Bareilles. That's those songs. Morgan Johnston (laughs) joining us tonight on the Tiny Stage. So... Since you first started writing music up until the quarantine projects, how do you think your songwriting has evolved? Ooh, I think it has evolved a lot, which is really fun to see. I think the same message is there. Like the first song I wrote was about letting it out. So like basically like speaking your truth. And basically the next song I'm going to play is exactly the same message about like I want to be loud. So I think the message has stayed the same of speaking out and being yourself as someone who was really shy growing up. So I think singing's been a way for me to do that. And then I think how I've grown has been the ability to deliver that message and be more nuanced and especially on the guitar, just adding more complexity and knowing when to go simple and when to go complex and what will serve the message of the song. And yeah, being more comfortable with the process of writing and trying to challenge myself all the time to feel like a new songwriter, yeah, that's a big goal of mine because there's always more to learn. What do you know now that you wish you knew when you first started your musical career? I think I wish I knew to stay focused on the song itself. I think there's so much involved in being a songwriter and a performer that, yeah, so many different like self-doubts or egos and things can get in the way. And I find myself just always going back to like, the song itself, which is so fun. So I think I would remind myself of that. And then to take it as just a huge thing when someone connects to a song of yours, I would remind myself of that and not to take that for granted. Great advice. Morgan Johnston (laughs) on the tiny stage on WATD. We have two more songs left. What's our second to last song going to be? Our second to last song is called Loud. Let's hear it. Morgan Johnston, it's all yours. 95.9 WATD on the tiny stage. 
Morgan Johnston on the tiny stage, W-A-T-D. Talk about that one. <laughs> That's one of those songs I totally get lost in when I sing. I like, can tell. Like, I totally forgot where I am, which I think, like, it feels so so comfortable on your show, and I just, like, yeah, I felt so comfortable to just close my eyes and get lost in the song. And Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. That, that sounded amazing. <laughs> Thanks. Do you have a favorite onstage moment that you can share with us in your time that you've been performing? I do, actually. I have one recent moment after the year of lockdown and quarantine. I played a house show. It was my first show back. And it was set at, um, Je- <laughs> maybe I won't say her name because it's on the radio, but it was at someone's house in Providence. And she has a, it was set up outside, but the performer was underneath kind of a covering, but everyone else was, like, totally exposed to the elements. And it just started raining, like, as it was my turn to go on. And I was like, oh, man, everyone's going to go home. This is, like, I've been looking forward to this for a year. I've been writing songs, but no one's been hearing them. And I feel like kind of that joke of when you're in a forest and a tree falls, did it really fall if no one heard it? That's what it felt like as a songwriter with no one hearing the songs. Um, But everyone just stood in the rain for my full set (laughs) And it was so cool. Like, I got them to do, like, howling for one of my songs. And it was just magical. I love that. It was so fun. (laughs) You talked about music therapy as a big part of your life. How has that influenced your music? Yeah, it's so interesting. I think I almost knew... The songwriting was kind of music therapy before I knew what music therapy was. Like, I have a song called All Along, which talks about how people have the ability to heal themselves and to connect with other people and all of that is already within them. And it's just the job of someone else, a therapist to be there to support them in that journey and whatnot. And I wrote that a long time ago and then went to school and I was like, oh, that's kind of like humanistic therapy or like resource oriented therapy. So it's been kind of an uncovering process for me. Very cool. (laughs) We are up against our final break of the hour tonight. We have one more song. Does that work for you? That's perfect. Let's do it after this. 95.9 WATD. I'm John Shea. We are on the tiny stage tonight with Morgan Johnston. Stick around. Almost Famous with John Shea on 95.9 WATD. For the final time tonight, welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage on 95.9 WATD. My name is John Shea. We introduce you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. We have Morgan Johnston tonight joining us on the tiny stage. How you doing? Great. One final time, give us an introduction. I am Morgan Johnston. I am a indie folk singer-songwriter from Rhode Island. I'm very happy to be here. Glad to have you here. <laughs> Share with us your website, social media, anything like that. Sure. It's www.morganjohnstonmusic.com. And then my Facebook is also Morgan Johnston Music. Instagram is Morgan underscore Johnston underscore music. And Bandcamp is www.morganjohnstonmusic.bandcamp.com. And show with us what's available on the Bandcamp page. Sure. On Bandcamp, there's Songs from Quarantine, Songs Still from Quarantine, and Wildflower. And then Spotify has Wildflower on it as well. 
Which of those was easier to put together? The songs from quarantine or the still from quarantine? Ooh, I think songs from quarantine. Cause that was like a month of just really intense emotions. <laughs> I was like, I, could, I can't do anything but write songs. So I'll just do it. <laughs> Fantastic. So we have time for one more song. What are we wrapping up the show with tonight? Sure. I thought we could end with an acapella clapping kind of song. It's called The Meantime. And talk to us about what it's about before you play it for us. Yeah, I think it's about, it can apply to many different things. Because I, in my, in a certain point after I graduated college, I was like, what do I do in the meantime with all this time I have? Like, what should I be doing before I get to my grand purpose? And as I was doing that, I was writing a lot of songs. And I was like, oh, maybe this is my grand purpose. Yeah. I love it. Morgan, thank you so much for coming down to WATD. Uh, get home safely, and we'll catch you soon. Thank you so much for having me. This is a blast. My pleasure. 95.9 WATD, the tiny stage is yours. This is more than the meantime. This is more than a race. I don't need a man to validate me. I won't apologize for taking up space. This is more than the meantime. I said this is more than a race. I don't need a man to validate me. I won't apologize for taking up space. Watch me walk. Watch me To my nearest destination I am more than your meantime I am more than a place Older for loving another lady I won't apologize for taking up space I said I am more than the meantime I am more than a place Hold up, I love another lady I won't apologize for taking up space Watch me walk Watch me walk Walk more on to my nearest destination No is more than a romance cause this is how I learn that I don't need a man to validate me I won't apologize for taking up all this damn space